What's up, everybody? All right, give me a sec. Here we go. What's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, where the deal is already done. Now, <clears throat> I'm coming to you guys live, all right? Show me some appreciation, man. Put some put some likes out there. Put some uh, some uh, hearts, whatever you got. Let me just put in uh, Instagram Live here. Hang on. i to fix this real quick. It's not episode 51, it's 52, so let me change this. All right, go back, 51. All right, we got two, go, bam. All right, <clears throat> so real quick, we got the website in here. We got, well, if you're on Facebook, real quick, I'm going to break this down. So on Instagram, we have the website link up there. It does not allow me to do uh, more than one thing, uh, just basically the website. So go, go look at the website at Done Deal Investment dot com and if you're on facebook go through the description and i'll have the website email phone all the social medias that we're on with dundee investments llc go show me some support love uh and have people reach out to me if, if they really need help financially with their properties have them reach out to me i am the one and only person that can help them out so have them reach out to me now we're going to talk about a lot of things today there's a lot of things that i want to update people on uh Real quick, too, um, the reason we're having it today and not yesterday was because I was at a 10x growth conference, three, and I didn't make it in time on Sunday. It, I was, you know, I, a lot of stuff happening on Sunday. I couldn't make it on Sunday to do a goals and update video. Now, the reason we're doing it today and not yesterday is because for three days, I was running on almost two to three hours of sleep because uh, me and my friend went to the Miami 10x growth conference at the Marlin Stadium. It was Phenomenal. I'm going to go over a lot of things that, that uh, happened over there. Um, but we went from about eight. We went from what's up, Casey? We went from about eight in the morning to about sometimes seven or eight p.m. at night. And the only time we left early was, I believe, Sunday, which I think it ended around five. But we ended up getting home extremely late from that 10x growth conference. But we were there basically for eight hours a day for three days Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Probably the best speakers you could probably get there to learn from were there. So, if, uh, you know, I'm going to put it in um, the Facebook. There should be a poll that you can reach out to unless it, it messed up and didn't do the poll. But if, if the poll's up here, it's either going to say yes or no. Sorry, I might have froze. My bad. And it's going to freeze. My bad. I'm trying to shift over and try to find that poll, but screw it. It's not worth it. The poll is going to be either you attended 10X Growth Conference or you didn't, but Whatever, I don't, I don't see it on here. But anyways, besides that, so real quick, we're going to go over two topics. The first topic will be focus on your boss's needs, not yours. The second topic is going to be outwork everybody. All right, then we'll talk about done deal investments, and then we'll go into, um, you know, do the extra. Now, real quick, I want to talk about the 10X Growth Conference really quick just because it happened, you know, it happened Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I got some really good information to pass over to you guys, and I, I wanted to show you guys that I actually did something cool, and I want to talk about something that happened to me today. So, real quick, let me reach over here. Sorry on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I just wanted to go, and I'll promote these guys for free. I don't really care, but let me see if I got them. All right, it's this guy. I'm trying to get the business cards that I got, so give me a sec. All right, guys. So real quick, now I probably should have got a lot more business cards. Probably should have networked a lot more, but I was really at that 10x growth conference because I can. There's networking opportunities everywhere. 
Um, these are just ones that happened automatically. I just was in the right place at the right time. But uh, I really wanted to go to the 10X Growth Conference to hear what these speakers were saying. And that's really why I was there, to be 100% honest with you. So the funny, we'll do the first guy because this is pretty funny. So the first guy is Devon Wade. All right, kind of almost sounds like Dwayne Wade. But this guy, uh, this guy basically is a mortgage broker. So I'll show you the card real quick. He works for PNC Bank. Now, this guy is a mortgage broker, all right? And he does, he does everything with mortgages. Now, <clears throat> the funny story with this guy is the first day me and my friend went to the 10X Growth Conference on Friday, we ended up taking an Uber and inside the Uber, it was a carpool Uber, so they had more people in the car. And there was two people in that specific car. There was this guy, Devon Wade, and then there was another girl. Now, I don't remember the other girl. The other girl didn't really talk too much, but I talked a lot because I was sitting next to the guy, uh, Devon, all right? And I started talking to him, and I, get, you know, I handed them the cards. The funny thing is, I handed out cards to everyone, and the person I was talking to didn't hand a card back. Now... I think it's just because psychologically they're not thinking, they're just talking, and psychologically you don't think about you know the cards. I had to ask for this card, and I had to ask for this card, all right? And these are two heavy hitters, and I'm going to tell you why in a sec. But uh, th this, this person is probably someone I can use too, but I wouldn't call him a heavy hitter. It's just someone that, is, you know, it's someone that's working his way up, but these two are the heavy hitters, all right? These are the people that are probably going to help me the most out of my company, Done Deal Investments. Now, I talked to Devin and I was, you know, talking about real estate because obviously that's my business is done deal investments LLC. It's real estate. And we were talking about mortgages and I was like, yo, I need to get your card. And he's from, I believe he said Houston, Texas. So that guy's from Texas. All right. Or I might've gotten mixed up. That guy might be from Ohio. And the other guy I talked to is probably from Houston, Texas. But um, this guy, I was talking to him and I was like, oh, you do mortgages. I was like, that's definitely something I need to learn more about. So listen up carefully because this is going to be a good insight for you guys. I automatically in my mind said, oh, man, that's something I need to learn. Either I can add something on. What's up, Jimmy? Either I need to add something on to this business, the Dundee Investments, eventually, you know, and, and help people financially with the mortgages. So I'm, I'm, I ran into this guy, Devin. All right. This guy was this guy's a mortgage broker. All right. So he, he handles mortgages. And I, I said to myself, oh, man, I need to get this guy's card. I need to get his card because he's going to help me out. Dude, I swear you, I had a vision of running for president one day. Yo, I swear. But anyways, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, if anyone's on Facebook Live, uh, Jimmy over here is saying Tyler Dunn for president. But I, funny enough, I did actually have a, a vision one time that I was going to be president of the United States. I swear to God. But uh, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Only 23, yo. I'd be the youngest president in the world, I think. But anyways, so uh, so I was talking to this guy, De uh, Devon, and I'm going to follow up with this guy. Now, the reason I wanted his card, and just by the way, guys, the reason I asked for these people's cards is not is not for them to remember me. It's so I can call them because they're probably not going to call me. I'm going to be bluntly honest. They're, gonna, they're not going to call me. They're going to forget. They probably ran into – there's 35,000 people at this event. They're going to forget about me probably. Or they're not get you know they're not gonna remember to call me from the card. So I wanted their business card so I personally can call them and be like, hey, hey Devon, this is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments. I ran into you, funny enough, in the Uber at the 10X Growth Conference three. What's up, man? And he's gonna be like, oh shit, this guy, this guy is serious, man. He called me. All right, that's why I got these guys' numbers. All right, 
So this guy's definitely useful. He's a mortgage broker, right? Definitely gonna help me with done deal investments. Uh, I had these ideas where I could probably eventually work with banks to get get people mortgages on a, on a new house that they needed eventually. All right? That's just an idea that popped in my head from talking to this guy. Another thing too is this guy is Silas. All right, this guy is says he's a realtor. He's a realtor, but he talks about multifamily. He wants to do what Grant Cardone's doing with the multifamily and go on his own. He doesn't want to invest with Cardone Capital. This guy wants to literally build the multifamily units and sell them. So I was, you know, that, that guy's Silas. Now, the reason I got his card and the reason, and funny enough, this guy was sitting next to the whole entire three days. So every single time I came in, we shook hands, we said hi, and he sat down with me. Now, the funny thing with Silas is uh, the first day I was the one that kind of started talking to him. So my friend left, went to the bathroom, and now the open, there's an open section between me and this guy, Silas. And I said, hey, I said, hey, man. And the first day Greg Cardone flies, all right, he parachutes into the stadium. And I went to the guy and I, and I said, because uh, um, at the time he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't actually parachute down yet. We were waiting for him to come. And I was like, I was like, yo, do you actually think he's going to make it? <laughs> and and, the, and the, he laughs and he's like, and we start talking about Grant Cardone, all right? Because that's why everyone's there. Everyone's there really for Grant Cardone and not really for, you know, maybe for the speakers, but everyone there knows Grant Cardone. It's Grant, Cardone, Grant, uh, Grant Cardone's event. All right, I'm getting excited. So sorry if I'm like, like stumbling. But um, so I started talking to Silas. Second day I came to the event, all right? So, so that was the first time I talked to him. Didn't really talk to him after that. Second day, Friend leaves again to go to the bathroom or do whatever. He gets up out of his seat and sits next to me and starts talking to me about real estate and multifamily. And I know a little bit. I don't know a lot about multifamily, but I know a little bit. I have the book from Grant Cardone on multifamily. That's why I, you know, I'm taking my money from stocks and I'm investing or trying to invest in Cardone Capital. Now, I was talking to him about real estate. He gave me some ideas. Uh, it's someone where I can call and talk more about multifamily with. All right? Cause that's something I'm interested in. Eventually, you know, I, you know, maybe I want to do what he's doing, but I just want to buy the, the deals. I don't want to create the deals. I think it's kind of crazy that he's going to build the multifamily. I don't have that type of vision. I have a vision of, of eventually, you know, doing my own deals and going out and buying multifamily units and, and taking on majority of the, the money revenued by it or the passive income from it. But uh, that's, you know, that's just me. But anyways, so those are two heavy hitters. The other guy, what's up, Ashma? The other guy, the other guy was more of a kid that I think was younger than me, and he had supposedly I think he has a business where he's he's got um he's like an IT guy. So you know possibly he could help me out, but the only problem is I think he's in Jacksonville, so he's probably not gonna be much much help for me. Can't call him on the phone and say hey come fix my computer or do this. I mean I could probably call him and ask him for advice on the on what I should do with the computer or something, but I don't I, you know. But anyways, you're building the connections. So, uh, so that, that's basically what happened. I went to the 10X Growth Conference, built up a bunch of connections. I actually have a stack of – this isn't from the, the 10X Growth Conference. I just keep people's cards. Anyone I meet, I just keep cards in my wallet. It's even more stacked. But I keep the cards because if I run into an issue, I'm going to call that guy, and I'm going to try to build that connection with that guy or that person. It doesn't have to be a guy. It could be a woman. You know, There's a lot of women entrepreneurs out there. But um, so anyways – so the heavy hitters, yo, they're heavy hitter speakers at the 10X Growth Conference. And if anyone didn't go that could have went, you missed out on a, on a lot. He actually gave out, if anyone knows, um, the, uh, what is it, uh, Cardone University. So that's all about sales, business. So if you're a business person or you're starting a business, 
Cardone University he gave out for $60 a month. Now, if anyone knows about Cardone University, he sells that stuff for $10,000 uh, like a program. Like some of the programs he sells individually for thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, I think to get the whole platform, it's like $10,000. And for companies, they pay well over a hundred grand for that kind of stuff. All right. Um, and it's, that's what he got known off of was Cardone University. He started off with the sales programs. Now, that's a steal. Like if anyone doesn't understand, and the $60 all went to charity. So he donated about $175,000. I think it even went up more because that was the first day they announced it was 175. So he must've got maybe like three to $500,000 and uh, it went to a charity. Now for me, like I need sales training. Like I, I know I'm not like, uh, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm not even close to that level yet. So I jumped on that deal, the $60 a month which is nothing. I think it's like, it comes out to like $720 a year, which is nothing. And I, I, you know, I took that deal, but that's only for people that attended the 10 X growth conference. So if you didn't attend it, you can't get that deal, but it's pretty incredible. Now, the other thing I want to go over too, before we get into the topics and then done deal investments is I went on a job interview today. Now, the reason I'm telling you about this job interview is because I'm trying to show you that the stuff that I'm preaching to you guys, I'm also applying in my own life. So right now I work part-time at Broward College in the marketing department, all right? And I don't make a lot. I got like a, I got a small raise in the beginning of the last year, but part-time, like you get cut off at 27 and a half hours. So I'm very maxed out on what I can produce. And I hit, by the way, I hit 27 and a half hours every single week, all right? And I'm still kind of struggling with cash. Plus, you know, I have the done deal investments anyway, so that, that kind of eats a lot of cash too, but... The, the point that I'm trying to make is like, I know my next level, I have to increase my income. So now the next part, what happened was I got an opportunity where I can go full time and it's not with the same company. It's the whole different, it's actually with a better company. If you want my honest opinion, uh, cross country home services, right? Now this company is massive, works with like three different types of industries, does warranty service providers, helps over 70, over 70 million clients a year. All right. It has massive different departments where you can grow throughout this company. Now, the other cool thing is they have a lot of benefits. Obviously, it's full time. They're going to give you health care. They're going to give you a decent salary. I think it's like twenty eight thousand or thirty thousand, which would be like a fifteen thousand increase for me, which is like gnarly to even think about a fifteen thousand dollar increase. And they pay for your education, I think, after a year. Like if you're with the company for a year, they'll start help, helping you pay for your education. So I, I jumped on it. I jumped on it. I nailed all the other stuff. Went on the interview today and killed it. Like, I'm not even joking with you. I probably kill. I killed it. I killed the job interview. Not meaning like I, I bombed. Meaning like I outdid probably what they thought was gonna happen. Like I outdid it. I probably shocked the hell out of them. All right. Dressed up really professionally. Got the gold watch. Got got the nice vest jacket. I didn't wear the hat by the way. <laughs> but uh, the other thing by the way that kind of was kind of crazy. I'll definitely vote for you. Much love. But uh, the other crazy part too, which you guys probably can't see, I'll take this off, is I got a gnarly zit right here. All right, gnarly zit right here, gnarly zit right here. So I woke up this morning and I, and I look in the mirror, hang on. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I got a huge pimple right here. And I said, holy crap, yo. I was like, I, I, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can, like, it kind of like, it stopped me in my tracks for a minute because I'm like, on the worst day to have this, it happened. All right. So most people would have been freaking out, but I looked in the mirror, looked at myself and I said, 
damn, you're the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. All right. Why did I do that? The reason I did that was because I needed to boost my confidence to not think about the zit that's on my nose to then boost myself a confidence to kill the interview. Because if I'm thinking about the zit that's on my nose as I'm doing the interview, I'm going to bomb. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do well. I have to amp myself up. All right. The funny thing is when I, when I got to the receptionist, I was really nervous. Um, and I started reading, by the way, I brought a book. I brought this book. I brought this book just, just to give me a little bit of a boost on the interview and like just to impress them. But at the same time I, I was trying to read cause I knew I was going to, I got there 30 minutes early guys. Like I sat there for 30 minutes before I was supposed to get there just to show them that I'm on time and that, you know, I'm re, you know, I'm logical, but I, I was reading because what happens is normally when you're not doing anything and you're sitting there in the seat for 30 minutes, you get really nervous. So I said, I'm going to read the book as I'm sitting there to get my mind think, not thinking about time as I'm sitting there and, and, and thinking about this interview. So I'm reading and I went up to the lady and I was kind of really nervous at first when I was asking for uh, Lori, Lori's the one that I have to do an inter- interview with. And I was like, damn. So I'm like, so I'm sitting there, she comes out, go in, do my thing. And I kill it because like, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm in the zone. Once you do something guys, like here's a, here's a good tip for you guys on interviews. Once you get in there, it's almost like if you're public speaking, once you're like right now, like I probably messed up in the beginning of this live stream, but what ended up happening was once I started doing it, I got more comfortable, right? I get comfortable. I'm like, okay, I'm in the zone. I know what I'm doing. I'm talking about this. It's kind of the same thing with the interview. Once you physically there, once you show up, number one rule, by the way, always show up. If you show up, the rest kind of falls in place. As long as you have a positive attitude and you're all about it. But so once I was physically in that interview and I started talking, it, it, it just all fell in place. It literally like all, it all, all the cards came out on the table and I'm like, okay, I got this. And I just went in and I killed it. Now, um, so that's what I wanted to bring real quick. I don't want to go too much into the interview only for the fact that like I don't want to bore people. But the, the, the reason I, you know, I wanted to bring up the interview is just to show you guys that I'm actually trying to implement the same things I'm telling you. So I'm talking about self-improvement on yourselves, you know, so, and this opportunity, by the way, just presented itself. Like I tell you guys, opportunity will present itself all the time. It's up to you, you to take advantage of that opportunity. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to come up every single day. Just pay attention. Um, even maybe at the end of tonight, if you're watching this and, and you go through the rest of your night, go and, um, and pay attention and see if opportunity presented itself or even tomorrow, like a new day. Go from morning to night and just pay attention to opportunity and, and, and what's possible. And it, it, opportunity is just going to present itself to you. It's up to you to take that. Damn, I, uh, <clears throat> my Instagram just basically blew out. Oh, that sucks. Hang on, guys. Oh, they got me. No, hey, we're connecting. All right, we're good. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys, on Instagram. It, uh, it messed up. And it kicked it kicked the live stream off. Whatever, it's gonna be fifty one. I don't care. We're gonna keep going. It's not gonna it's not gonna kill my mood. But anyways, so opportunity is gonna present itself, yo, and you gotta take it. Now, this is an opportunity that just ha- it it happened because my mom uh, basically just told me about a job opening, and I looked at that job opening, and she mentioned it to another friend, and the other friend was like, "Oh, we have this job opening," and so I applied for it immediately. I applied for it immediately and I got the interview. All right. I did the cover letter. I did the resume. I did everything. And I got the interview. Now 
that's the crazy part is it just happened with my mom. We went out to dinner. We had a, we had a glass of wine and my mom told me about this job interview. All right. And that's how I got this opportunity where I'm going to be making more money. All right. So that's the crazy part now. All right. So that's enough about me. So now we're going to go into, uh, the two subjects. So focus on your boss's needs, not yours and outwork everybody. So now we're going to talk about the first one. So Focus on your boss's needs, not yours. Now, some people, I'm telling you, this might hit you in the face and be like, nah, I don't care about what my boss is. Like, I don't like my boss. I don't care what my boss does. I'm only there to make a paycheck and go home. If that is your attitude, if your attitude is, I'm just going to go to work, collect a paycheck, and go home, I'll beat you every single time. And this is what I mean by that. I'll outwork you, which is the second one that we're going to get into by far because you're not willing to go and meet expectations to your boss. That's one. Two, I'll volunteer my time in the organization and I'll do the outside work and still outwork you there. Three, I'll have a better attitude and I'll help the people next to me rather than just focused on myself in that position. And, that, and that's going to get me a lot more than what it's going to get you. Um, the reason I say focus on the boss's needs is because you need to work towards your boss's goals and needs in order for you to get recognized. If you're just going by your goals and needs and wants in that company, you'll never move up. You'll never get to a high enough position where you're satisfied and you'll like, they just, you're not an asset to the company at that point. So why would they, why would they go out of their way if you're not going to go out of your way to get you a position? You see what I'm saying? So you need to focus on what your bosses want in order for you to get to that next level. And I figured that out as quick as anyone else. Like I'm telling you, like it sounds easy, but it's really hard because a lot of us are so focused on what we're doing at work for ourselves that we're not focusing on a bigger picture or a bigger environment type picture to get us to that next level. We're, we're too focused on us. What, what do you need? What do I need? And, and you need to be focusing on what your bosses are looking for, what they want, and that is how you're going to get promoted. I promise you if, you, if you, if you have that attitude and you go to your boss and if they ever give you an assignment and you go, okay, I understand the assignment, what are you looking for? What do you want in this assignment? Not what I want. What do you want out of this assignment? What do you want me to do? What do you, how do you want it to be presented? How do you want this? I'm telling you, if you do that, you'll present a crazy, you know, let's say it's a PowerPoint presentation. I do a lot of that for my, uh, for Broward College. So, you know, before I even get anything, they tell me what they want. And then I'll go to her and I'll be like, look, this is what I can do. How do you want it structured? What are you looking for? How do we do this together? Right. I don't just go and create it and show it to her because I know it's going to piss. It's probably not going to be to her expectation. She's going to deny it. I'm going to have to redo the whole assignment again right? This is common sense, guys. Like, I'm not, this isn't like, this isn't like I just thought of this off the, off the top of my head. Like, this is kind of common sense. But the problem is people don't have common sense and they don't think about this. They think about themselves in the company, all right? So <clears throat> that's the fast, I'm telling you, that's the fastest way you're going to move up in companies, the fastest way they're going to they're recognize you as an asset in that company. And that is how you work in the corporate world. 90% of the people in this world are going to work for a corporate industry, all right? I think Ashma's still on her. Ashma's definitely working at Apple. That's a corporate environment. I'm working for Broward College. That's a corporate office. I'm about to probably work for home country or uh, cross country home services, which is a corporate environment. 
everyone's going to be working in the corporate environment. Trust me, unless you're opening your own business, but then you're probably still going to have to go work for a corporate office just to get pay the bills until you can get your business up and running. So you need to learn this stuff. All right. And it's, it's not, and this is where like my generation probably fails. And it's also, it's not even just the millennials. This is also the baby boomers is also every other generation because everyone feels entitled. Everyone thinks that they have to get something out of the deal. But if you can do something without asking for stuff back, you'll be heavily rewarded because people are going to come to you first. You're going to get everything. Literally, they're going to come to you first. I mean, that, that's what happens in my, in, in my, um, my company right now. Not done dealing with us. Uh, what happens is at Broward College, anything that they have, they ask. They're like, oh, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. And I just go, yeah, bring it to me. Yo. What do you need? I got gotcha. you. They wanted me to count. Listen, this is, this is the crazy part too here. I'm going to give you something that, that happened to me at Broward College. There was a point where um, they needed to get people, someone to count the shirts for volunteering. They needed someone to count merchandise or giveaway stuff for trade shows. Who do you think raised their hand when they needed that? Bingo, me. Okay. No one else did it. I did it when they needed someone to build a desk and they're like, Oh, like we're going to call it to do this. And I don't want to call it. I'm telling you like, like they're like, I'm going to call it. And then they're debating about calling it because they are like, it is going to be too slow. I don't want to do that. Guess who built the desk for them? Me. All right. Why would I do that? I'm probably not going to get anything back from that. Why would I go out of my way to build a desk? to count merchandise for them, to do things that are not in my just, you know, how many times have you heard someone go, that's not in my job description. I'm not going to do that. That's the wrong attitude. That's why you're where you're at because you're not willing to do the hard work or you're not willing to do things out of your comfort zone that probably are not going to pay you right then and there, but eventually they'll add up. The little things will add up and that will get you promoted. That'll get you the raise that you want. And that will put you at a different position than everyone else in that corporation. Focus on your boss's needs, not yours. And, 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 like, and don't take that the wrong way. I don't mean like don't take yourself and write goals and, and, and think of yourself in the company and how you can work your way up. I'm not saying don't, don't put yourself into, into goals. Like you should be telling yourself like, all right, I, like I have a goal for this company. Like, I want to get to here or I want to do this in the company. You should. But what I'm trying to tell you is focus, focus on your boss's needs and you'll get your goals and wants out of that company. I promise you that you'll, you'll get everything you want in that company. If you focus your attention on your boss's needs and not your needs, I promise you that uh, like, that's what, that's what I'm telling you. That's how I got these recommendations of high excellence. Uh, that's how I got, from a part-time job now to probably a full-time job and and I'm I'm 23 so these corporations I'm I'm almost positive you know I can't I can't tell you 100% I don't know cuz I'm not these people that are hiring me but I can almost guarantee you that they look at my resume and they see a 23-year-old 3-year-old male and they go oh at a college 23-year-old male and they go oh man it's going to be another college kid another college kid that's probably not going to want to work it's probably going to be entitled, 
probably, you know, so you're working, the odds are against you. If you're a young, if you're a young, uh, young person like myself, I don't want to say kids, we're not kids, but if you're a young person like myself, that's 23 and you're trying to go against corporate offices and, and other people that have probably been in a corporate industry for, you know, they probably have way more experience than you, probably 20, 20 years, maybe in corporate office, you know, you, you're working against like the odds. Like I'm telling you, you're working against the odds. I'm not saying it's impossible because look, I just, I just did it. And many of you probably work in a corporate industry, but you got to understand that, you know, you got to put yourself out there. You got to, you got to put yourself in a presentable way. You got to, you got to focus on the company and not just you. And that's what a lot of these people do is they focus on themselves, not the company. All right. The company wants something out of you too. They don't want to just give you shit. They want, they want you to provide stuff for them. They want you to volunteer your time in their organization. They want you to have good connections with your employees or your coworkers. They want you to, you know, do a lot more than just receive a paycheck and go home. They want you to bring them business. They want you to do a lot of stuff. All right. So it's going to lead us to the next topic. All right. So that, that one was focus on your boss's needs, not yours. We're going to go now into outwork everybody. Now this one's hard. Trust me. Like I, I, the only reason I cannot work everybody at my job is because at my job, it's easy as hell. Everyone goes home early. No one wants to work. Everyone takes days off. What's up, Taylor? I got I to gotta hit you up. I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, so, yeah. So, everyone needs to outwork everybody in that office that you're in. All right. You need to outwork everybody. If you want to be an asset, you want to get uh, an increase in pay, you want to move up in that company, you need to outwork everybody. All right. You need to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no maybes. You have to. You just have to be a hard worker and you have to go in there and you have to basically show them what you're made of. All right. And it's, it's, uh, what's up, mom? Uh, it's, it's, it's not easy to do. Like, trust me, like I have times where I'm like, ah, oh, like, I don't want to go to work. I, like, you know, you're going to have those times. You're going to have those fallouts. You're going to, you're going to be like, I don't want to go and work or I want to, you know, you're probably tempted to leave early. You're probably tempted not to stay late. And I've had those times, but the reason I got a raise within like, I'm telling you like six or seven months, like, which is fast. Normally you get it in a year is, is because I outworked everyone. I just took any position they had. I'm like, okay, that's what you need. I gotcha. Uh, you want this? I gotcha. I'll volunteer my time in, into this organization and volunteer and do uh, and help the community. Um, I'll stay late. I'll get here early. I'll stay here late. Right. So there's times like I'm telling you, like uh, we were coming up to like summer, and I actually have it. If you go on my Instagram uh, TV, I actually have one where I'm showing you guys. What's up, Taylor? I'm actually showing you guys that the car lot is empty at, at Broward College uh, Central Campus, guys. Like, I'm telling you, like, everyone left. Everyone checked out seven hours before summer. And I'm walking out at six at night. And it's pitch black out there. Pitch black with no cars in the lot. All right? And you, you need to outwork people. Like, you, like, there's, there, like, everyone just wants things for free. There's no such thing as free. All right, I'm just going to tell you that right now. There's no such thing as free. You need to go out there and work hard. Work hard. If you work hard, things will come your way. I promise you. Um, I'm trying to think of i uh, – I'll give you an example of this. I didn't actually give you an example of the focus on your boss one, but – well, maybe we'll go back or something. But the outwork, everyone, that was an example I gave you, which was, you know, I, over, I overworked 
and it it paid off. I ended up getting a raise, and I don't think I hope she doesn't join this because like I don't I don't I don't you know the one girl I work with we we roughly probably joined around the same time. I ended up getting a huge raise, and I don't think she got a raise. And you know what I think happened? I think they gave me her raise. All right, I'm not gonna put any names out there. I don't want to do that. But the reason I'm telling you that is because I outworked everyone to the point where my boss said, this guy deserves double the pay. All right? And I, I can't confirm that. I don't know if that's what she did because I'm not going to ask her that. But I'm almost positive because, like, the girl next to me always complained about her pay. And, like, I, she, never, she never talked about a raise, nothing. So, and, and they all knew I got a raise. Like, it was, it was, it was basically said in the office. Like, Danielle, the person – I don't know to put her name on the, the person basically came in the office and said, all right, Tyler got a raise, all right? So everyone knew in the office, so she definitely knew I got a raise. But the, the point that I'm trying to make is you got to outwork everybody. You're not going to be noticed. Think about this for a second. I'll give you another good example of why you have to outwork everybody, and this will actually go with focusing on your boss's needs. You're in a massive corporation, all right? The corporation that I'm going for right now has about – uh, I think they said about like 700 employees and working on more every single day. Okay, 700 employees. You're one out of the 700 employees. How are they going to recognize you? Think about that. 700 employees and you're one out of the 700. And it could be more. It could be more than 700 in some of these cases. How are you going to stand out? You need to stand out for them to see you, for them when you go in for the raise, they give it to you. Because the first thing they're going to ask is, you're going to be like, I was with this company for one year, I want a raise. And they're going to be like, all right, what did you do for us? And they're going to go through their little checklist and they're going to go, okay, you didn't volunteer your time, you didn't stay late, you didn't work overtime, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, we're not going to give you a raise. That's what they're going to say. And if they do give you a raise, maybe it's a petty raise. Maybe it's like 25 cents. I've had raises before that gave me like 25 cents, all right? And that, that's not a good feeling. I'm just letting you guys know. It's not, it's not, you know, you're not happy about getting a 25-cent raise. It doesn't do jack shit. But the, the point I'm trying to make to you guys, you need to overwork. You need to over outdo the people you're next to and outwork them. So if, if the person next to you, let's say you're in, um, the easiest one is sales, but since Ashma's on here, and Ashma, I think, is the only one on here, I'm going to do this one for Ashma. So, Ashma, <laughs> you're working at Apple, all right? You're on the phone. You're your customer service. You're on the phone. I don't know. If you're still on here, write a comment and let me know the person that you work with. Like, what's that person's name? Like, just give me the first name if you're still on here. I think, you're, I think that's you that's on here still. I hope it's you. <laughs> I was just going to be like... Go on, Ashma, go in the comment and write a person that you work with. Just put the first name, like John, Tim, Ashley. Like, just put someone's name real quick. <laughs> I don't know. She's not going to do it. Oh, man. All right, just take uh, LaFay. All right, cool. Thanks, Ashma. All right. Ashma came in clutch. So, LaFay, take LaFay, Ashma. Let's say LaFay is getting 15 customers served, all right? She's helping 15 customers in an hour. 
your goal should be to outdo that and two times that number. All right, so maybe do 30 people. Try to get 30 people helped in customer service over the 15 that LaFay is doing. All right, That's, that should be your goal. Outwork LaFay. LaFay's your friend. I like LaFay too. She seemed really nice, but outwork her. All right, outwork LaFay and watch what happens. Your bosses will be amazed of how much like you're actually doing. All right, that's how you should be doing it. And if anyone's joining this, I don't know what industry you're in. I don't know what you're doing. That's what you should be trying to do. You should be outdoing the person that's next to you. And that's what I was doing. The people around me and, it, and the, the crazy, it was easy for me. And that's why I didn't want to work there anymore, to be 100% honest with you. I didn't want to, I, I didn't really want to work. I also wanted full-time position, to be honest with you too. But most of it was just because the work environment was not, they weren't challenging me. I wasn't getting challenged. All right. So I needed, I needed a place where they're going to push me. They're going to be like, right, here's quotas. This is what this guy's doing. This is what we want you to do. And then I can set goals and, and, and by, you know, push my way to the top of that company. All right. My goal isn't just to be customer service guys. My goal is to hit the top of the top of that company. That's my goal. That's a massive goal. All right. How many people do you think of that company's thinking that way? Probably zero, maybe like one. I mean, I don't really, I can't give you a specific number, but you know, I'm sure a lot of them aren't thinking that way. They're just like, all right, I'm going to collect the paycheck and I'm going to go home. That's corporate life, man. That's, that's the corporate world that you're living in. But that's the funniest thing is if you just take what I'm telling you about the out, outworking the people next to you in that company, whatever company you're in, you'll surpass them quick because we're in society right now is so easy to bypass things because society is saying, play it safe. Don't risk it. Stay, you know, don't go to work, like work less, relax, don't work. And you can easily outwork people. If you just have a little bit of discipline, I heard this quote and, um, and this one guy, I totally forgot his name, but the quote was, if you just, if you just have a little bit of discipline, a little bit, your numbers will massively increase because like the, our society in the United States is such a low productive level when it comes to coworkers and employees that it's so easy to just bypass them and get noticed if you just do a little bit more than the average person. But I'm not even telling you to do a little bit. I'm telling you to go full speed. Put your foot down on that gas pedal and, and, and ram it into the building, yo. Ram it into the building and outwork everyone there, and you'll have massive success, I promise you, in that company. So, Ashma, if, you're, if I'm pretty sure that's you still on here, outwork LaFay. Uh, I see you're laughing. Outwork LaFay. And outwork anyone else that's on your team and, wa and watch what happens. Like, trust me, just do it. Watch what happens. Give it, a give it about a month maybe or give it about three weeks and you'll probably get a phone from your manager saying, holy crap, like, I don't even – like, how are you doing this? Like, like what are you doing? And you'll get his attention, I, I, I promise you. I'll, I'll bet money on it too. I'll even give you 100 bucks if that doesn't happen. Now, all right, so that's, that's outworking everybody. So we're about 40 minutes in. So – now I'm going to talk about Dundeal Investments, LLC. Now, um, actually, real quick, we'll go back to focus on your boss's needs and not yours. I just want to get an example in because, like, I know, like, I know people like the example part. I don't think I gave one on that. But for, the, for focusing on your boss's needs and not yours, my example would be I do a lot of data analytics, all right, meaning, like, there's social media. It's all organic. It's not paid. And I, I go through Twitter, Facebook their blog site, um, Facebook advertising on there, even though it's paid, but every social media, 
Instagram, all that stuff. And I go through the chart. Now, we've changed certain elements on it every single time I've done the report just because we'll be like, oh, that'd be cool to add this or like that'd be cool to do this, right? But when I first started on that report, when I first did it about like a year and a half ago, I went to the source. I would go directly to the source and I'd come up to a point and I'm like, I'm not just going to, I'm not just going to put stuff on here. I'm going to go directly to, at the time, his name was Travis. And I worked for Travis at a different campus. And I'd go to Travis and I'd be like, hey man, here's the deal. We came up to this and I'm like, I just want to make sure that it's up to your standards. All right. I have this number. I have this number. How do you want us to present these numbers? How do you want this to look? Is this okay? Right. I, I do it. And then I go to him and be like, is this okay? Is this, is this what you're looking for? He'd be like, yeah, perfect. Now real quick, we'll speed up time. All right. So that, that was like when I first started at Broward college. All right. And it was at like the Fort Lauderdale campus. It was like, it, it was crazy to drive there to be honest. You just, it was, it was really, it, it really put me in a mindset of like, wow, like this is crazy. Like I'm driving to downtown Fort Lauderdale on the fifth floor of like a 10 story skyscraper. And I'm just a 20-year-old kid that, that got this position, right? So it was game change. That's what changed me a lot too, by the way, and like in this mode. So I did that. I did the report or whatever. And uh, what ended up happening was he ended up leaving, all right? He ended up leaving. He got a better position somewhere else, and he took it and went to, I believe, like Tallahassee or, or something like that. He ended up going, all right? The main boss that he was working for, Right. So I was really working for Travis, but then there's another person, Daniela, who he was working for and reporting and he, we would go through the reports with her. And I knew her a little bit, you know, once in a while, she was always busy. Once in a while, we would sit down, go over the report and she'd be impressed about how I did the report. And what ended up happening was like rewind, like maybe like a year later, he ends up leaving. All right. And she comes to me and she goes, I understand that you did, you know, you do these reports for Travis and every single time I see him, when Travis presented them to me, they impressed me. Like you, you, like you have an eye, you have a mindset for data analytics. She's like, I want you to keep doing the reports. And I was like, I was like, Oh wow. Okay. So I was doing the reports and I report to her and I'd be like, all right, like, is this good for you? Like normally I'd go to Travis and do this, but I just want to make sure this is good for you. Is this the outline you want? Is this how you want to present the numbers? Is how you want to do this X, Y, and Z. Right. And she, that's when, that's when I really got more opportunity. Cause I showed her that I, I put trust. I, I showed her that I was trustworthy is the better word to say. I showed her I was trustworthy. I was loyal. And to the point where, like, I wanted it to meet her expectations and not my expectations, all right? So that's what got me a lot of these, these, these opportunities where I, I, went from, I went from just doing, like, maybe social media posting or just answering messages on Facebook, uh, their inbox on their, on their fan page or, you know, just small things and worked my way up to a point where she trusts me enough to start giving me massively hard things that I had zero, and I repeat, zero experience on any of that stuff. Like I did web design, I did event, you know, event posting, I did social media posting, which people are probably like, oh, it's easy, but it's not easy when you're trying to, you're trying to write the slang as that business. It's really hard because you're trying to adapt the culture into what you're posting. And you have to, it have it has to make a your boss has to approve all that stuff. So it's really hard, and you have to come up with a post. And they wanted like three posts a day, so do three times seven days, 
that's uh, what, 20, 24? I think it's 24. So 24 posts you have to get approved for the week. I mean, it's a lot of work. Um, so, you know, things add up, and then she was giving me more things. And I had, guys, I'm telling you, I had zero experience on this stuff. And I tell, and I'd be, and I'd tell her straight up, I'd be like, you know, I don't have a lot of experience on that, but I'm your guy. I'm your guy. I'll get it done. I'll do whatever you need. I'll figure it out if I have to. I got you. I'm here to help you. I used to, I told her that all the time. I, I was like, I'm here to help you. You tell me what to do. I got you. I'm a team player. I got you. And she would just give me stuff. And that, and uh, I'm telling you, that goes a long way. I built massive trust with her. All right. Massive, massive trust with her just because I focused on her needs and not what I, what I needed in the company. All right. Then when there came times to ask her for references, when there's times that I needed her, guess who was there? She was there. All right. Cause she, uh, she, it was time for her to pay me back in that sense. Now, real quick, we're going to go into uh done deal investments LLC. I'm going to explain what it is, my company, and then we'll, we'll end it from there. Now, if for anyone that doesn't know, my name's Tyler Dunn, and I own the company Done Deal Investments LLC. The slogan is where the deal is already done. All right. My business is designed to help anyone in a financial situation with their property where they, they're struggling. They can't get they can't get by anymore. They really need help. And the gist of it is is helping them get out of it by matching them with another investor. Right? Matching them with an investor. I put the deal together. That's why it's called Where the Deal's Already Done and Done Deal Investments because I'm putting a deal together and I'm trying to get another investor to come into the, the project and he's going to pay, basically pay the seller and that's how that's going to work. All right. So I'll tell you exactly the steps, how this all works. So I call it the three steps of financial freedom, which reminds me I have to go talk to my web designer and tell her that they misspelled stuff. So ironically enough. So three steps to financial freedom. Now, step one is that we have to communicate some way. Like you either have to text me, email me, go directly on social media and send me a direct message, go on my website and send me a direct, um, a direct inquiry. You, you, gotta, you gotta somehow contact me because I can't physically contact you if I don't have your name. And uh, like I, can't mag I don't magically know if you need help or if someone else needs help that you know. So you got to have them contact me or you can contact me and then I'll give them a call or something. Now, <clears throat> I prefer it be a phone call for a couple different reasons. One, I got to ask you questions on your property and the situation that you're in. So I have a better understanding of how to get you out of the situation and what I'm looking, you know, what I'm kind of walking into. Now, um, the second step once after we do that, which, you know, you could do text message, email, website, all that stuff. But I do prefer a phone call. Out of anything, I would definitely highly recommend a phone call. It's just easier. We'll get done in probably like 10 to 15 minutes. It, you'll, you'll um, get to hear my voice, you know, all, you know, just, it's more personable too. I just like more of a personable uh, interaction. But um, step two would be, then we have to schedule an appointment for me to come onto your property. I'm going to take five pictures inside and five pictures outside the property. Now I'm also going to come with the list. And all, all this stuff is, is just going to give me an understanding of, you know, I gotta, I gotta calculate how much damages you have on your property. So if you have a damaged roof, I have to write that down. 
Uh, if you have broken windows, I got to write that down. We got to fix your pool. I got to write that down. So anything that looks like we have to invest money into to fix it, I have to write down on my sheet. That's going to give me an estimate cost of how much damages we're looking at in total. Now, at that point, you can ask me any questions you want. Even on the phone, if you want to ask me questions, I'm down for it. I'll, I'll answer anything I, I can. Um, you know, I can answer anything you have because I'm, I'm sure you're going to have questions. No matter what, I know you're going to have questions for the fact of like, I, a lot of people don't, don't know like this kind of like real estate business too well. So I know you're going to have tons of questions. Now, I'm going to go home after the, the second step. And now we're going to go on to step three. This is the final step, the final easy step. Now, what's going to happen from here is I'm going to go home, do some research on the, the market in your area or in the neighborhood, run some comps. And I'm going to try to find three houses that are as close as possible to your specific house. And we're going to try to look at to see how much they've sold for. And that's what's going to give me my average cost. All right. From the average cost, all I'm going to do is deduct the you know, how much the investor needs to put into the property. So all the damages I'm going to minus off that average price. Now that's that at the end of that number is what me and you are going to negotiate on or whoever I'm negotiating with who owns the property. All right. That's what we're going to negotiate on. And that, and that's, that's the price we're going to work around. Now, once we agree on the terms and the policies, so let's say you need to stay in there for two weeks or three weeks to go and find another house. Well, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure you're happy on the deal. I promise you that anything you need, I will do. We'll get it done. And, uh, and, and we'll go from that. So once we agree on the terms, the number, and the – and, the, and uh, sorry, this guy's writing me, and it kind of threw me off. Anything you need on the deal to get it done, I will do for you. All right, now that's, that's step three. And then from there, I just go and find an investor that matches what your, your criteria is. And then from there, we just go into a contract. You know, you sign the contract, I sign the contract, and the investor signs the contract. And – what just it's just an easy easy like one one two three type deal he he gets ownership of the property we're gonna pay you the seller cash to get you out of the financial situation you're gonna go and then find another property that's gonna fit your budget that's not gonna crush you financially and I have realtors right now um, I have a lot of realtors to be honest with you. I run into realtors all the time they're very very common and I, I know a couple of them personally, like I, I know their family or I know them personally that I can give you a good uh, realtor, right? Now, um, eventually I'm hoping for my business to eventually be able to just start taking, you know, it's all in one place. You guys don't have to go to like other people to get, uh, you know, go into another house. But, you know, right now I don't, ha I don't have those resources available right now. But I can, you know, I have people I can help you on those and whatever you need um, to get to that next step. All right. I have, I have resources for you that are other people, but my goal with Dundee investments is eventually get it to where like, all right, we can get you a realtor from our team. They'll go and find you something in your price. We'll use our company, um, Dundee investments to then go in and send an inspector inspector will inspect the house and oh, excuse me. And if you need financing, like a mortgage, we'll work with a bank to get you a mortgage. Like that, that's, that's what I really want to do with this company is get it to a point where like we just keep helping, helping you step by step. And it's all in one place. You don't have to go to like seven or five different people. All right. That's really what I want to get done deal investments at. But so you're going to walk away from your financial situation. We're going to give you, we're going to give you cash. Investors obviously going to um, take ownership of the property and he's going to flip it 
and try to put it for full mint condition value on the market to make capital off it and keep his business going. Now, the cool part is I'm going to make money off the deal for putting the deal together, but I'm not going to get paid by you. I'm going to get paid by the investor, which is, which is amazing. It's cool because you don't even have to worry about commission on my part. I'm just going to get commission from the investor. All right. So that's the coolest part about this whole entire thing is the investor is going to pay me. You're not going to pay me. And if you went through a real estate agent, you know, obviously you're going to have to pay them a commission and some of, some of the commission on their part is kind of high. Um, so, you know, that's something um, that you might not be able to do now. Obviously your house is in great condition. You're probably going to go with the realtor. The realtor is going to make you more money. Now, the thing is um, this resource is really available for homeowners that are kind of like not, they, they can't do it. They physically can't do it. They don't have another resource. The bank's not going to help them because they, oh, they, they already gave them money for the mortgage and they're not going to take responsibility for more financial responsibility. So this, I created Done Deal Investments LLC really just to help that property owner or that homeowner have another resource, have another backup plan just in case all the other plans, just in case A, B, the AB plans fell through and they need, a, they need a plan C. That's what this company is designed to do. Help them have a plan C in case plan A and B fall through and they need one last chance to get out of it. That's what Done Deal Investments LLC is really designed to do. All right. Now, um, this works with, all right. And by the way, how we do this is we use your equity. So if you owe too much money on the mortgage, you own too much money, I, I probably can't help you because there's not enough room in the equity, your equity line to help get, help pay the, um, the investor and myself. So that's a key, that's a key factor to think about is you have to have room in your equity. If anyone doesn't know what equity, equity is, equity is just money that you're basically sitting on and that's almost every single home. So if your home's worth $300,000 and you owe 10,000 left, you're sitting on about $290,000. Of just, you're just sitting on money, basically. That's what the house is really like doing. Like you're just sitting on money and waiting for a day where you're either going to sell it, reinvest in it, or you know whatever you're going to do with the house. But you're, that's what equity is. Just money that you're sitting and there, it's just a line of credit almost where you can basically make money, take money out of. All right? So that's how, that's how this works is we use your equity to basically help pay the investor and help basically pay myself. Now, the other cool thing too is not cool thing, but the, the situation that I can physically get you out of is either pre foreclosure, which is a very common one liens, which are like city liens where like you didn't take care of your grass or like your roof's really dirty. So you got cited with the lien and then the liens built up over time. And if you can't pay a thousand dollars, how are you going to pay 2000, 3000? Cause every single day you're not paying that thousand. They're adding more money on through that lien every single day. It's probably accumulating money on that lien. So I can get you out of the pre-foreclosure liens. Let's say you went through a really messy divorce and you just want to sell that house fast. You don't want to be in the house anymore. I can help you. You got a, you got a job transfer and you don't have time to sell it on the market and um, to a realtor and you got to get out quick. You got a week. I can help you. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, trying to think of other things that we could probably do. Because like this, it's really endless. Like if you, if, if it's any situation when you basically can just, you know, you want to sell your house as fast as you possibly can for quick cash, that's basically how this works. I don't like using the quote, like, like, uh, 
cash fast type thing only for the fact that like every single person that has started this kind of business has used like the cash, the cash, cash. Now I do them on the business cards. No, the business cards are in here. I do them on the business cards. I put cash and I do like buy, uh, buy house is cash and stuff. But that's only because I have to get your attention on the business card. All right. On my website, you won't really see it. You'll see like the cash, but you won't really see like, like, oh, we got to give you cash. Got to give you cash. Got to give you cash. It's, uh, it's, it, I'm, I, I didn't really do this for fast cash. I did this to help a lot of people like that. That's something that I, I'm really proud of is like, I have the mentality where I just want to help as many people as I possibly can. And I know, I know the, the housing market is, is a, is a challenging one because it's hard to get a mortgage nowadays. It's hard to qualify for that stuff. It's, it's, it's hard when you got bad credit and this kind of stuff affects your credit. And believe me, I've been at like a 600 credit before and I've got mine back up to like 750 and it's, it's a pain in the ass really. Like once you have like a mess up, you missed, missed a payment and you have a late payment on your credit or, um, you know, you just have, it's, you're just struggling. Like I've been in the struggle before too. Like, you know, I'm probably, probably still in the struggle in, in certain aspects, but I, I really just want to help as many people as I possibly can. And I know this is an opportunity to do that. And that's why I created done deal investments, LLC. All right. So that's, that's the, that's the idea of my business. If you know anyone, or maybe even yourself is going through a hard time, reach out to me. All right. All the information I'm giving you guys is all my information. It all comes to my phone. It all, it all directly comes back to me. So, you know, give me, um, you know, give me a call at 954-857-6450. Text me, email me at dundealinvestments at outlook.com. Look at our website if you're really interested. Maybe you're just someone that's really interested in the business and you're just kind of curious, like you want more details about it. Or maybe you're, maybe you want to sell or maybe you want to invest with us. Maybe you want to be on our um, investors list where I can come to you and I get a deal. Go to www.dundealinvestment.com. So make sure you're not putting an S. Make sure it's dundealinvestment.com. Um, I couldn't get the S in there. I wanted to, but I couldn't. I, the domain was taken. I couldn't take it. So it's without an S. Just be careful with that. Um, all the information is going to, if you are if you go to my Facebook, all the information is on the right. So you'll see like my email. You'll see the website. You'll see my phone number. You'll see all the social media links. So go on there. Go check it out. Give me some feedback. Even if, you, even if you're not in, interested in the business, just go check out my website. Go check out my, um, my pages, like my social media pages, and give me feedback. Because I can't better myself just from me looking at this stuff. I need you guys to help me out. So, all right, guys. This is episode 52. I'm going for 100 episodes, guys. Uh, the next episode I'm going to try to do, because I'm trying to do two every single week. All right? And I'm trying to get on the schedule of Monday Monday and Wednesday. So, we're on Tuesday. Um, just depends. I might try to do it tomorrow, or I'm going to end up doing it on Thursday. But I'm going to aim for tomorrow. It's just I got to do accounting homework and I got to get that done. So I think it's due tomorrow. So let me know, you know, if, you, if you're – I'm just trying to put these back. So I'm sorry if I'm not paying attention. But um, so, you know, keep me informed. Give me some support. Show me some love. Uh, if you want me to look at one of your business ideas, you want to talk business, you want to meet up, hit me up. I want to – I'm trying to reach back out to old people. So, like, Dan, uh, Taylor – uh, Taylor just joined on the Instagram and I'm going to reach out to her and see if we can meet up or something. If she's still around here, I don't know. Last time I talked to her, she was in Orlando, but, 
Um, I'm just trying to reestablish the old connections too, because, you know, some of these people I had connections with a long time ago and um, I'm trying to get back those connections where, you know, I'm trying to see what they're doing. I'm kind of intrigued on what other people are doing in their life. But all right, guys, so this is uh, Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, where the deal is already done. Episode 52 of Goals and Updates, coming for 100. All right, peace.